Hey, welcome back. Episode 27, Cam, I know this time, I remembered. Episode 27 of the Moto Whoa. Academy podcast. What a plot twist, right at the start of the yeah, episode. We've, we've upgraded our studio here, the Tampa studio. The Tampa apartment studio has been upgraded. We found a desk, and Ryan stole the desk from my guest bedroom. And he also got this crafty little tripod of a mic stand and a different mic by the way this is a sure this is an smb sm7b whatever it's called yes oh nice so our mic are they'll sound the same for the first time ever <laughs> oh so you have the same one yes okay good to know good to know yeah so hopefully <clears throat> if you guys are wondering why right off the bat i just sound amazing it's because we have switched mics we have switched mics uh well before we do anything cam i'm gonna plug class dates Yes, sir. Just going just gonna to plug class dates. This Friday, I am at Moto Bros for the first time ever. I'm excited to check it out. I have heard great things. Okeechobee, Florida, February 10th. That's this Friday. I canceled class Monday at Tampa, Florida. So if you guys were signed up for that, we will get you rescheduled for a different one. Then we've got February 17th, the makeup date for River, River Valley MX, Boyd, Texas. Hopefully the weather's good because every time I try to do a class in Texas, it seems to get canceled because of weather then we go ryan sipes teaching in class motoland mx park which is in arizona february 20th that should be pretty cool ryan sipes is a great coach helped me with a bunch of things on the bike a couple weeks ago february 24th we're going to cycle ranch so back to texas i'm sure the weather will be horrible but if you guys want to go to uh, class in texas why not you guys must be used to that horrible weather by now so cycle ranch i haven't been there i also i've heard great things about that place as well february 27th we're going back to tampa mx and then february 28th we're going back to moto bros again okeechobee florida and we got a whole bunch of other stuff on the website also quarter two dates drop this friday so that means guess what april may june is coming out this friday and we're going to some cool places. We're going to New England area. We're going to the Midwest. We're going to some other cool places that I can't remember. We're going to New England in quarter two? Yeah, April, May, June, I believe so. I don't have the schedule pulled up, but there's gonna be some good stuff on there. So make sure that you guys head over to the website on Friday, especially for some of the more popular locations, which I will say a lot of the quarter two locations have definitely been some of the tracks that we sell out the quickest. Get on the website over the weekend, get signed up nice and early, make sure you save yourself a spot because quarter two is gonna be awesome. Not that quarter one wasn't, but quarter two is gonna be even better. So we're just ramping up here at the Moto Academy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I rode really fast today, by the way. And oh, did you? Yeah. Who was there? Was everyone there? Everybody and every single dog <laughs> was there. Okay, so I don't know. So many dogs. I'll cut it out if we can't talk about this. Is Jet <laughs> on a 450 yet? No. Oh. No, Jet. No. Yeah, I don't know when that will happen. I actually didn't think about that. So Jet is still riding Supercross middle of the week. He's still on a 250. I think that when they do the next break that could be when we see him go to the 450 yeah like after oakland or whatever maybe because it'll be oakland to i think is atlanta east west especially if he has a big points lead 
then even more reason for him to get on the 450 and start riding outdoors. It's crazy how quick that happens. Yeah. I feel like we just started our boot camp, although our boot camp started almost three months ago now. And to think that he's going to be on outdoors that soon. He was going so fast today. Oh, my God. I taught him this thing. I think I told you this. Not that I had to really teach him. I showed him it. And now he's addicted to doing it where he enters the whoop so fast that he doesn't just loft the front tire over the first big whoop. He just jumps in and starts skimming. And he does that on both of the big sets of whoops on the top pad now. And every time he does it, I'm just like, oh, God, be careful. Wow. Because it's my doing. Like, yeah. I got him all excited about doing it. Now that's all he wants to do is come in so fast that he just misses the first one altogether. Which is pretty high risk because you have to place the bike in the perfect spot. It's just so well, crazy. It's so, it's so crazy that, that he's just like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> and to the rest of us, it's like... No. <laughs> like, yeah. Somebody told wow. Benny Bloss to do it today, and he goes, are you serious? Why would I ever do that? <laughs> and his response to the whoever told him to try it, he was just like, are you kidding me? Wow. Uh, yeah, but today was a good day. I was sick all last week from Sunday night all the way through the race, and honestly still felt like crap on Monday, and I still wake, waking up this morning. Today is Tuesday. Today we're recording is Tuesday. It... I felt like crap. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm still feeling it. But something clicked at about 11.30 this morning and then I started to feel good. And I actually, I rode really well today, so. Sweet. Yeah, that's it, I'm excited. Because my week before Houston, the first Supercross was wiped totally. I did starts on the race bike and broke the race bike in, but I was so sick that I could barely circulate the track, so. Mm. Yeah, I think we'll be in a much better better spot. But do we talk, do we talk about Houston a little bit? Yeah, I'm just so bummed I'm not going to be at Tampa. I'm so bummed because I think... Yes, I but you're, it's, it is a bummer because you're going to miss my first top 15. You're going to miss a direct transfer out of the heat race. I you're going to miss qualifying top 10. There's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to miss. You're in a perfect spot because either <clears throat> if you do end up in, LC, in an LCQ, you'll win it. Or more tv time and i can win and yeah. you'll win it and then you're gonna forget to say subscribe to the moto academy on the podium and i wish i could be there for that to yell at you and then yeah it's or you're just going straight in i think you're going straight in this weekend 100 percent. i mean there's no way there's no way i mean you got 12th in the heat race i think right and it's like you know ask a few more dudes you're there it's easy yeah i <laughs> i i got 12th and was kind of in the mix in the heat but I felt like garbage. I didn't ride that track amazingly well the entire day. I just didn't have any strength. So, but even with that, like I was still competitive in 12th at the first round in the heat with a bad start. And then LCQ, I was ultra competitive, which was sort of a, sort of a surprise to me, but also not because of the way that I, my mindset kind of shifted on the start line. I was in a different I was thinking differently back to maybe how in good races I remember thinking on the line like almost not thinking you you say to yourself okay well I'm gonna win this I'm gonna get a good start and then basically your mind goes blank and that's really hard to do on the start line but I remember <clears throat> staring down the start having the thought of like okay I'm gonna get a good start and like didn't question it for a second like I'm gonna get a good start my gate's awesome I'm gonna get the guy 
get a jump on the guy to the left and right and I'll be good in this first turn. And then I just started staring at the dozer blades or the dozer tracks on the dozer that was halfway down the start straight and not thinking of anything. And that almost never happened. So that just means I was really confident because usually I'm in the line like, oh God, what if I do this? Or what happens when I do this? And mm -hmm. there's a, and then I was on the, like in staging or on the line about to start the bike for one of the time qualifiers. And I was thinking about like an email marketing campaign that had to go out. I was thinking about something else. It was just <laughs> like, I was so distracted. Well, let's, but. let's recap Houston from the beginning, right? Because I yeah. didn't get there on time. That was a nightmare, but Houston just doesn't like me. Apparently I'm two for two. Yeah. I'm having a terrible time trying to get there. Um, so we had a guy cover filming in the morning so i don't even know what happened right like i i've watched the footage now but it's like walk me through from the morning like the start of the morning you know yeah so shout out cross for filming stepping in and filming the entire day but filming to catch up for and make up for cam not being there for wh at what point did you get there i got there right right when you were leaving for a first qualifier. So I didn't okay, miss so you, much. I missed So you just missed free practice. And track walk. That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Cross stepped up, filmed all day, which was super helpful. So thank you, Cross. Let's see. So morning of walking the track, I was slightly disappointed just because the track was looked to be pretty basic or really basic in my mind, which isn't I look at that as a negative, although I shouldn't. I look at that as a negative because I'm always searching for the things that will help separate big whoops, long set of whoops, which there was. They weren't big, but they were long. Uh, a difficult rhythm section, just anything that maybe is even awkward looking that everybody else will struggle with is usually where I can excel a little bit. So the track looked basic, was a little bummed with that. Free practice. I did a really good job of in free practice, just learning the track extremely quick. I jumped everything on the second lap, everything, and just circulating laps. So in free practice, I just rode the whole time. Never rolled once. Even being sick and as tired as I was, never rolled once, which was a good way to just kind of learn the track. Time qualifier number one, can't remember how it went, but all I remember is that my I would put down a lap and it wouldn't really certainly wasn't getting on the board but it was like i had a 14th 15th 17th like it, it was just so far back and there were good laps but it was just getting more and more discouraging because i just knew how fast everybody else was going because it was a track that you had to attack the turns hard and a lot of wide open straightaways which is odd for a supercross track and a huge sand section which I was just like tiptoeing through because I didn't want to crash in the sand. Uh, and that combined with just being sick and not really being able to have much strength. Like I remember coming out of the turn before the whoops and I couldn't even barely stand. It was like, I almost had to use the first whoop to help seat bounce my butt off the seat so that I could actually stand through the whoops. I just had no strength at all. And I still, I don't even know what I qualified. I never even looked. 22nd? 22nd. Yeah. I was so discouraged with everything that I didn't even look at the times, didn't look at what place I qualified. I had no idea. Um, 
Yeah, and then contemplated retirement. <laughs> Literally, I get there, okay? <laughs> I get there. Yeah, all is good. Everybody seems happy. You go up for first qualifier. You come back. I'm there, and you're like, I might just not do this anymore. <laughs> and I'm just like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, nothing really. Also, happened. you had a get off in first qualifier, right? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, you crashed hard. Like, yeah, tough I blocks did. just everywhere. Yeah. Exploded myself onto some tough blocks. I, yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. First time qualifier, well, I went out next to Hunter, I think. Yeah, we let everybody go. Do I remember this correctly? We yes. let everybody go and started our first lap in dead last and second to dead last, and we're just by ourselves. The problem was the start went left, right, right, and you were into the finish line. The green flag in time qualifying goes off right away, which it probably shouldn't for safety purposes. They should give you a sight lap, not count the time, and then start the time and wave the green flag after your sight lap. Because the green flag came out, and I immediately forgot that I hadn't seen the rest of the track since free practice. So Hunter goes right into a fast lap, which he probably shouldn't have either. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow Hunter. Because just seeing the 96, just or if it was Chance, so Chance will be in A group this weekend, being around either of those guys makes me feel like I'm at the practice track, which is really nice. It makes me feel comfortable. So followed Hunter, stayed right with him, had a great run through the sand that lap, turn right, go to the on-off, the long rhythm section. And when I go on-off, I land into the pocket. There was no ruts in free practice in that pocket, none. When I landed in that pocket in the first lap of the first time qualifier, the ruts weren't deep, but they were deep enough and they were everywhere. So I landed and my front tire was in one, my back tire was all the way over, but I had so much speed that I couldn't uncommit from the triple. So I had to just go the speed to jump the triple. And it launched me all the way right into not only a tough block, but one of the, the tall, tough blocks that has the three lights in it that are on like triple faces there was one of these in the rhythm lane for some reason and i'm just going straight towards it like oh geez and i've never landed on one of those before because they're usually on the triple face so i didn't know if it was like hard as a rock or if it would kind of like be a cushion so i just did what i thought was smart which was just stay in a perfect landing position if it's as if i was just going to land the jump perfectly and hope for the best so i just kind of braced for impact and landed, I, I did it pretty well, right? I definitely flipped off the bike, but I yeah. flipped off pretty gently for, for what it was. For what it was, it was, I mean, you came out great. Bike yeah. was okay for the most part. And I think that happened because I flew into the tough blocks with complete composure and just like stayed in the right position. Had I launched myself off the back or panicked, I think that could have been actually a really, really bad crash. Mm-hmm. But I got up from that and I was like, oh, all right. It actually made me feel a little bit better. Like the bike was fine, brushed some dirt off the, the grip. And then I'm like, oh, I'm fine too. Like, okay, cool. I'll take that. Like, it feels nice to crash hard sometimes and know, and I'll get to this later. I crashed really hard again. It feels good to just do that and then know that you got away from it. So there's something nice about that. It make, like, I remember when you said you crashed at Bogey Brothers, it like wrecked you mentally for a long time. Yeah. And you, I remember seeing that crash. You barely crashed. Yeah. <laughs> I have a screenshot of like my feet in the air. I mean, I just, I rolled out of it, but I just, I never crash. Not going to work, yeah. obviously. But yeah, I, I remember you being scared for a little while after that. Oh right? yeah. It took a while to gain the confidence back. 
where as soon as I hit the ground and realized that I was fine, I was like, oh, sweet. All right. It just made me feel good. And it gave me more, it instantly gave me more confidence. Even the hard one when I got the flat tire in, in the main event, that one was way harder. That one I hit the ground like a ton of bricks. Most people probably would have broke their collarbone. It actually looked like it. Like your bike, it was one of those where you knife the front and your bike went up and like, I don't, it's hard to explain, but you can tell in the GoPro footage exactly what happened. Oh, you can? Yeah. But nobody got it on footage third person, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever you would call it. I that. was standing behind the berm. So uh, all I saw was your head pop up after when you stood back up. I was yeah. like, great. <laughs> I hit, I hit hard, hard. And as soon as I did, and as soon as I popped the bike off me, it, other than being bummed that I was now out of the main event, I was, ex I was excited about the fact that I had hit that hard and I was fine. Yeah, well, let's, like, oh, we'll get to that. Cool. So like second qualifier, in between the first and second qualifier, you went and got a pep talk from Hunter. Yeah, so anyways, I guess to the conversation of contemplating retirement retirement we can talk about that for a second i was having zero amounts of fun at first for the f actually all of qualifying for the free practice and for both time qualifiers zero fun i was trying to do knack knacks i was trying to like throw whips and screw around and it still was not fun at all and i wasn't really enjoying the vibe of the day at all up until that point either and so in my head i think i was just overthinking it and thinking that that was a sign and that that meant that I shouldn't be racing anymore. So I had to talk with Rob. I had to talk with driver Jamie. I had, think I mentioned it to you. I was just like, screw it. I'm, I called Allie. And, and then it just basically came to the consensus that, okay, well, it's okay that I'm having these thoughts, but it, I at the very least need to give tonight a real effort and then I'll decide after tonight. And that was obviously the right thing to do, which I knew that was kind of the only option at that point. But then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over and get a pep talk from Hunter, see if it makes me feel any better. So I walk over to Honda. I see Cynthia and she, and I'm like, is Hunter anywhere? I, I really need a pep talk. And she goes, you know what? He needs a pep talk too. Get in there. Or actually, no, she walked in and asked him and then she comes back out and she goes, Hunter said he needs a pep, pep talk too. Get up there. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk in, I walk upstairs and it's just, uh, it's just Hunter chance and, uh, Sexton up in their little lounge area with the door shut. So I go up there and now we're all just sitting down, hanging out and, and sh shooting the shit. And it was actually like the most casual thing ever. Sexton was talking about some stuff girl that he likes now, <laughs> some stuff. And, uh, everybody was goofing on him for it. And then everybody was just like looking at the segment times and could not believe how fast Sexton was. And we were just like, dude, how is that even, dude, how is that even possible? He was going he was so just, fast and qualifying. Was, he just was just would laugh and then just brush it off completely as if it's it, the time he put in wasn't like the most insane thing ever. Dude, I'll tell you what. So obviously I have the great pleasure of having a mic on you at all times and I get to hear everything oh oh so did you hear that conversation listening to that which like literally none of it will ever hit the internet but oh my gosh was it the funniest thing ever to just <laughs> so hear could you hear him from could you hear, you him hear everything no way I have it saved on oh. my phone I can text it to you it is hilarious 
It is hilarious, but it's like, it's so funny to me where it's like, you have Sexton who, who in qualifying is going two seconds faster than everyone, right? Just right, absolutely yeah. just annihilating everyone. Hunter, who goes on to have a perfect night, and they're just like, it, it, it was like, you were there like 10 minutes before the second qualifier, and they're just talking about nothing. Just like nothing. absolutely nothing important. Nothing. Dr. G was up there uh, just completely keeping to himself, but just giving chance, uh, sex or sex and a massage. Because <laughs> he never talked, right? You never heard his voice. No, I never heard. I heard someone no. else's voice, but I didn't know who it was. Nothing oh, uh, Colin Park was up there at first before when gotcha. we first walked up. And yeah, everybody's just laying down with their... Their, all their gear on but their boots off and their feet up and just comfortable and just hanging out that was cool that actually made me feel better because that brought kind of the good vibe back of okay this is sweet you know like especially these guys they're riding for factory honda they're expected both of them expected to go out and win you have chance hymas who's at his first pro race ever with a lot of pressure riding for a factory team and these guys are just like having fun in the Honda rig. And I was like, okay, well, shoot. This is actually really cool. Um, and I can't remember what we talked about specifically, but I guess just it... Well, so what happened is you were faster than chance in, like, the biggest <laughs> section of yeah. the track is what happened. That's right. Yeah, so they're, they pull out... As soon as I get up there, they pull out the, the lap time spreadsheet that breaks it down by... Segments? Is that yeah. what they're? Yeah, yeah there's segments. like X amount of segments per. And segment lap. two was 25 seconds long, so therefore it was nearly half the track. It was by far the biggest segment. The other ones were like four seconds and 10 seconds, really small segments. This one was the whole infield of the track. And they have it all highlighted and they hand it to me, and I'm right in front of chance. <laughs> <laughs> so I was faster than chance. So I'm pretty sure that I would have definitely celebrated in the moment and rubbed it in his face a little bit. Which oh, 100%. And maybe even that alone made me feel a little better. Like, holy cow, okay. I'm just cruising laps pretty gently here, and somehow I'm able to go f a little bit faster than him in the most important segment on the track. Uh, and then the whoop segment, I remember looking at that, and I was same speed as, you know, people I needed to be same speed as, Deegan, Chance, and all those guys. Uh, there's a time and a place to look at stuff like that, but in that moment, I think it was helpful to just kind of make me feel a little bit better about myself. Not that the thoughts of retirement were based on the results, I don't think. <clears throat> it was just, I don't know. That conversation was necessary. But that was cool, and that's hilarious that you have the audio from that. Yep. It'll never, no one will ever see it, but you and I. But it's hilarious. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot I had a mic on. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. And Sexton seems awesome, by the way. I mean, I've yeah. talked to him a bunch, but, like, this was the most probably, like, non-motocross conversation that we've had together. I uh, just was, like, a, even just listening to, and it seems cool. Dude, he seems, that seems, conversation seems really cool. was hilarious. He's just, <laughs> like, I think what happened listening to that conversation is, like, he sounded so much like people I knew. <laughs> You know, and it just yeah. makes it just, just like normal. makes him human again. You know, just normal. Totally, just was normal. He just so happens to be good at riding dirt bikes. You know, but and I love. I am starting to love just like being that comfortable uh, at 
just the being around the Honda thing too in general, you know? Mm-hmm. It's nice that, that they've created an environment to where it doesn't feel like everybody's cool guying you. Right. I just feel super comfortable being there. I just need the ride for them at this point. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Just get, just get me an HRC ride Duh. already. I yeah. mean, you made the main. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although there was a lot of Hondas in that main. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right? they they got good all of a sudden. Um, yeah. So like the second qualifier wasn't a big improvement time wise. No, I improved time wise, but it actually put me backwards. I went from 14th to like 22nd. Right. Overall. Uh, so a lot of people got faster. So well, that didn't also make the me ruts feel any disappeared for the second qualifier, which just definitely helped. Like yeah. I was watching the footage from the first qualifier, which I didn't see, and I was like, "Where? What on earth?" The track looked completely different. Now, oh, got it. Talk to me about the whoops a little bit, because did mm. they get smaller throughout the day? Like, did they just knock them down? Because everyone was saying, no. like, the main event, they were way easier. Yeah. Than in well, naturally, what happens is you have this is always happens is you have the whoops in free practice right from the beginning of the day. The whole track is steep and rides and feels different. The whole track, because it's a fresh build. It's never been ridden. So the rhythm sections are steeper. If you case something, it's a lot more dangerous. The whoops are way bigger. Then when they groom the track for the first time qualifier, or after the first time qualifier, and for the second set of time qualifiers, everything gets a little bit easier. Because now it's been ridden, beaten down, the dirt's been chunked away, and now they basically just backblade that. They rebuild some stuff a little bit, but the track gets tamed down, everything tamed down a little bit from that point. The whoops get a little smaller and easier, usually. And then when they do it all over again for the heat races, it's always the same thing. The track at this point now becomes kind of racy because it's worked in so much and by so many tires and so many bikes that the rhythms feel a bit different, the whoops get way easier and it's almost always like that and i forget that that's the case i need to remember that that's the case because it that gives that should give you confidence like the whoops for that first heat race i was flying through them they were perfect i was like oh my god this is so much fun you never see whoops like that they were just completely groomed perfectly and i'm like oh my god this is just shifting forth and just going as fast as my bike could go that was fun mm-hmm yeah what what was the question i don't know just i everyone talked about the whoops being different uh but yeah i mean fast forward into the night show is when things turned around you know like because you were kind of bumming even going into the into the night show also do you know it would be a great addition to the pit what we should have a couch outside of the van like we should oh you think we should have like a who does that no one has that that would be awesome Imagine if we just, like, had a couch. <laughs> that'd, huh. be, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I don't mind that idea. Yeah. I think that, that'd be funny. Yep, moving right along. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't won. remember my headspace on the line at the heat race, to be quite honest. I think I was starting to kind of zero in and focus, and I told myself, like, okay, get your head out of your butt. You've worked really hard. Doesn't matter if you're sick or not. Just simply just try as hard as you can, and you're pretty darn prepared so even if you're sick as a dog like you're probably not going to do horrible that was my thought process that's Mm -hmm. not overly positive but it's not bad don't worry (laughs) yeah so don't remember what happened in the start 
I relied a little too much on the get whole shot system. I, I wheelied my hunter was watching it on the plane. He was sitting in front of me on the plane. So I was watching him watch the highlights mm-hmm. and he when my start came up for the heat race he zoomed in on his ipad and he replayed it like 10 times having no idea that i was behind him watching him watch this and he just started studying my start would re- would replay it zoom in again play it press play again i'm like oh my god this dude's just studying my start right now mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it at all on the plane he told me today he goes hey i was watching your start on the plane i just want to let you know this is what you did wrong what yeah oh, i was like so whoa that's pretty cool that he remembered the next day and as he continued to watch his footage we didn't talk about the start thing or that i saw him doing that and studying the footage but then it gets to the main event and him winning and crossing the finish line and i tap him on the shoulder and i go we need to work on those and he goes oh i know man that was horrible huh his (laughs) because his whip was so bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and even today we were talking about it. He No, actually today he was practicing his whips. <laughs> before we did our main event, before we did our 15 lapper at the end of the day today, he just is doing circles and hitting the finish line and practicing his whips. Then he'd look over at me afterward and I'd give him a thumbs up or a thumbs down <laughs> on if it was good or not. <laughs> like how funny is that? Uh, wow. Yeah, and they wow. were pretty good. If he does one like the ones he was doing at the track... Uh, Hunter, if you're listening to this, man, just just take a deep breath, pretend you're at the dog pound, stay loose, and the whip will come to you. You just got to loosen up. That whip mm-hmm. in the main event was, was, it was rigid. It was stiff. Yeah. I'll and he you, overshot it. I'll tell you what. You did, I think, three freestyle tricks. Did anybody film them? We got one. We got Which a, one? I think we got a knack-knack, maybe. Okay, because my Superman was one of the best Supermans I've done in a long time, and the crowd even kind of... Really? went wild for me you could tell like the crowd on that side of the stadium all saw it yeah <laughs> we got to keep that up we got to keep up the freestyle tricks i think the issue was with houston dude the pits were like Far. a country mile from the stadium yeah so i like missed a sight lap each time also can we just talk about the lcq because i just want to get to the point when you almost missed the main um so let's talk about the <laughs> lcq <laughs> LCQ yeah, was great. I also, liked- dude, I was so mad editing all this footage because I talked the whole time. And I hate it when filmers, like, talk too much. What, in our reaction? Oh, as you were filming? Yeah. I know. I, you and never do that I, either. I know because I hate it when people do that. And I was watching, I was editing this the last couple days, and I'm like, crap. I talked the whole time, but I was just excited. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. We, it we might be on to something it might be more entertaining to watch with having the the film guy so invested in talking the whole time Dude, as like, if he's like that 50 parent that's just talking in the background but yet it's a super high resolution 4k like professionally <laughs> shot video i was like oh my gosh you almost died <laughs> oh i thought that was hilarious you, you did almost die from my perspective oh that endo the perspective the perspective of my shot especially like it just was made no- it- it was the last lap. I'm that. like, he threw it away. <laughs> like, oh, that happened on the last lap? The last lap, dude. Oh, I was getting loose on the last lap. Yeah, I... Because I got squirrely in the whoops, too, on the last lap. Yeah, I jumped so deep into that pocket that the bike was going to do what the bike was going to do. If I was in the air for longer, I would have endoed. Because I couldn't have saved that and brought that back. I just... My suspension is too soft <laughs> that... 
and it's great. I want it soft. I've set it up that way for a reason, but most people would probably get themselves killed on my bike that it, it, it's so soft. I landed just deep enough to where it, it front flipped me. So I just like kind of like humped the handlebars and it kind of worked, right? Yep. Okay, well, let's go back to the start. Let's let's try to run through this whole LCQ if I can remember it. Uh, on the I, starting yeah. line, what? Nothing. I, I'm going to show you a clip when you're done talking about the LCQ. Okay. So just keep going. <laughs> I'm excited. On the line, mind sh mindset shift, which that was the most important piece of the puzzle, had my mind not changed for whatever reason. I don't know what the trigger was, which would be interesting to know what exactly caused such a drastic shift in mindset but mindset shifts my mind goes blank after i tell myself i'm gonna get a good start and not just tell myself that like a fake pump up it was like oh all right i'm getting a good start that's cool like when i tell you guys oh moto academy is gonna do this that's cool and it sounds like i'm just being an idiot mm -hmm. but i just like believe it so much that there's there's no convincing me otherwise that was the mindset that i had which was good uh gate drops came off the line good <clears throat> the start was just the first turn horrible by the way but that first turn was just far enough away from the start that i didn't know whether the shift third or not so i think that hurt me a little bit because the honda's gear box is really short second gear runs out very very fast but I couldn't shift third. So my bike would like hit the rev limiter and then I would just be like, oh, I'll just hold it in second a little longer. And I think that's when I would get kind of, everybody would kind of pile up on me and get that wheel on me right before the first turn. I would say that was probably why. So got a good jump, don't shift to third, get a mediocre start coming into the first turn, but it's pretty good. I'm on the inside. So this being the tightest first turn of all time, I actually come out pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah fifth or sixth. Fourth. Yeah, fifth or sixth, yeah. Uh, and then right from that point, I'm like, oh, we got this. I just felt super confident, which is so crazy. Like, I haven't been in that position in a long time. Well, right? I've never seen it. <laughs> no, like, like right. you got to realize, I've seen, don't take this offensively. I mean, yeah, in no, the I'm truest excited to hear what way possible. I've seen you pass like three people ever, okay? In a race scenario. Like, because, uh -huh. you know, we started with the SGB days, didn't make a main the whole time. Last year was a little bit better. And it was like, you almost passed six people and won the thing. That is never, I've never seen that ever. <laughs> like, I was just like, Whoa. what happened? Like, and it was one of those things, I think I told you this, is on the first lap, you tripled in to a rhythm. And I was like, whoa because <laughs> you never triple in on the first lap <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god yeah all just normal things if i think back to the mindset i was in when i was racing racing but yeah that's right you, you haven't seen that nope. because i haven't done that in years and years and years and yet it felt immediately very normal very no so much so normal to the fact to the point where i felt like i didn't belong in the lcq you know what i mean well you didn't I don't think so but that's what I was actually thinking in my head so that's great now that I reflect back on that that's I mean that's incredible but that only comes with actual real preparation you can't fake that feeling like mm -hmm. even though I was sick and even though I really don't think I rode that track well at all 
I was still so prepared that that's where that's what that's what I was capable of. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Pass yeah, everybody so, in the whoops. Four so then guys, just start p- passing guys, and by passing guys, I mean just blowing their doors off in the whoops. <laughs> like, and the whoops weren't groomed at this point. The, the whoops had seen both 250 and 450 heat races, so they're getting p- kind of beat up. And I was just clicking a gear and entering as fast as my bike would go, as if they were completely fresh. And if anybody that has experience riding whoops, that is extremely scary to do when they get messed up. But ultimately, it's the best way to do it. If you can commit coming in, the faster you go, the smoother it's going to be always. And if you have and maintain the good technique through the whoop section, if you start to get out of shape and you need to uncommit and slow down, you can actually do that safely. Um, that takes a ton of experience and because you have to know like what position to stay in. But I could do that. I could come in fourth gear wide open and then halfway through the whoops decide that I'm going to drop in and start rolling if something goes wrong. I think that's why I haven't really crashed in whoops before uh, last year when I hit that guy's back tire and endoed. I had never endoed in the whoops ever or even really crashed in the whoops that I can think of. I just feel like I, I'm good at uncommitting when I have to. So yeah blowing by people in the whoops and I'm like oh this is great like I just felt I, I didn't even feel that nervous the race did feel like forever but I think that was more so because I was just actually genuinely tired from being sick and just getting out of breath quickly so the race felt like it went on for a while I remember looking up at one point coming out of the sand and just being like oh my god there's only one person left to pass like I was so in the zone that I didn't realize where I was. I had no idea what position I was in and I wasn't concerned about that whatsoever, which is again, a weird th- mindset to have, but it's a great one to have. And I've, at one point I just looked up and it must've been on the last lap and I was like, whoa, there's only one guy left. And then in my head, I was like, all right, well watch this. I'm just gonna pass him in the whoops. Yep, so close. And I, I would have, but I, I missed the shift a little bit coming out of the turn and I didn't enter with as much speed. And if you watch that footage back, I dropped the front tire really low on that first whoop and it just killed my momentum. And it actually, the the killing of momentum is what caused me to get sideways at the end because I was so desperate to want to pass him that I tried to get on the throttle more and gain speed in the whoops, which is almost never possible it is but it's very hard to do and keep the bike straight and then i just started skating really bad at that point yeah what a race and your foot blew off yeah i I hit the last four whoops it probably with the foot off um holy cow though that what a feeling that was yeah i was i i was i mic'd up for that no Oh, because the audio of me and Dan riding back to I the... I got that. Dan was mic'd up. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. It was hilarious. Oh, I, I was fired up. I was really fired up. That is such a good freaking feeling to not do that for that long. Yeah. Do you know yeah, how much pressure that continues? It's like compounding pressure. It's like every race that goes by, it's just like one more thing is sitting on your shoulder. It didn't make any sense. It didn't... I just like it didn't make any sense I was like what are we doing in the top four (laughs) it was so weird because like usually I mean you've been in like sixth in the LCQ a bunch of times 
Yeah. Where it's like, okay, we got to pass two guys being the top four. But it was like, no, it's like, wait, if we pass one more dude, we win the thing. Like, <laughs> it was like, oh, it was so gnarly. It was so gnarly. Yeah. All right, That's you ready for a little funny. clip action? Yeah, sure. This is uh, man friend Dan filmed on my phone the last, the just the end of the race. Oh, no way. Oh, that was when you didn't get him in the whoops. So now you're going through the last rhythm. Dude, and what was, it was, oh, we were so amped. Wow. Everyone around us. And you're trying, us, to, trying to film. Every, oh, yeah, but I talked through the whole freaking race on that footage. It was so annoying. But yeah. whatever, it is what it is. But it was like, props to me for running back the entire way. <laughs> yeah, so I, which it was absolutely necessary. So I'm glad you did that. Every time you did that, I was excited. I'm like, all right, attaboy, Cam. That's cool. Dude, uh, I need a scooter. Bad. And at each time, yeah, what? why do we keep talking about it? We, we have a van. Have not. We just need to put one in the van. I know. We've been talking <laughs> about it for years at this point. Yeah, literally. It feels like. And now we have our own team. This is our team. We could put anything we want in that van. <laughs> Do I'm we forget my scooter. that? Watch. I need, the I need to partner with Dave's company, Vulcan, there. And they have a bunch of cool little bikes. But then those are big enough where they take up a lot of space. Yeah, we just need a scooter. Anyhow, you got back to the pits really quick every time. And each time I was surprised that you got back so quick. It was horrible. <laughs> because that ride would take me a while so much so that it was like winding around all these things and at one point i just remember looking back to dan tapping him on the leg and just going put your feet on <laughs> and he, he goes huh what and i just start going down huge flights of stairs okay so did you get that on film by chance i needed no you guys hadn't started the gopro yet oh you you guys oh i should have i should have brought the clip for this but i didn't think of it i like okay so here's what happened next end of the lcq you have no time right because there's the 450 lcq and then the 250 guys line up for the main there is zero time we completely blew it <laughs> just in like keeping track of time and dan i asked dan at the end of the night all i asked him was hey can you walk me through when we almost missed the main and his description, dude, was the funniest, like, minute and a half. I almost want to go get it. It was so funny. It was like... I Can you? Yeah, but we got to take an intermission because I got to go okay. get it. Okay, that's fine. Can we do that? Intermission incoming. Okay, here we go. Dan's weekly recaps is going to have to become a series after this. I asked him, walk me through when AJ was going to quit racing. And then walk me through when you almost missed the main. That's all I asked. And it's, Is this in uh, the vlog? Or it will it be. The vlog? I haven't made it to that part of the video yet, but... Okay. Right, okay, well, I'm ready. Oh, you're downloading it still? No. All right, here we go. Dude, ready? the fact that they just made a dog park right next to my balcony is not, I, uh, not really conducive to the fact that I am trying to record a podcast right <laughs> next to a dog park. But okay. here we go. Anyhow. 
Let's talk a little bit about earlier in the day when AJ was going to quit racing. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And like, because you were one of the key people who was like trying to hype him up. So walk me through that kind of moment. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So the day started decent and then we progressively kind of just were stagnant. We were just kind of mellow and rolling along and AJ was just down in the dumps. So it was like a team effort to like rally our athlete back to his prime. So we survived the heat race, solid heat race, honestly. And then LCQ, nobody likes the LCQ, but we just go out there. He just does his thing. We run second in the LCQ and like, we've got him back. Like he's exhausted because of the energy it took and he was sick last week. So it was just this roller coaster of a ride. And then we break through, run second in the LCQ and then we're just, we're on cloud nine. I mean, first weekend out for us, we slip it in the show. So the, the thrash session between LCQ to main event is unreal. I mean, you have like 20 minutes. So we thrash through it, we get to the gate late and it's just this emotional roller coaster that got us through the night and we're ready to do it again next week. So how close were you guys to not making the main event? <laughs> so, so we've got our buddies parked across the way and we still have the bike on the stand and they're like, hey guys, they're on the gate. So we mo, I mean motor. So they're there's the ones that told us. a little hidden story here that you'll have to ask AJ about those Thanks, stairs. Thanks Logan Lytle. So we go down these stairs and it's like three flights of stairs. And all the warning I get is, hey, put your feet up. And we're just motoring down these stairs, right? So we did that earlier in the day. Ha ha, it was fun. Never do it again. And then we're just late to the main event. So we just bonsai off these stairs and we're just <laughs> and we just get in there and I forgot I did it in a panic. Shut your engine trying. off as soon as you get to the building. I told AJ, I'm like, dude, just ride the thing clear to staging. The lady's pissed. She's like waving me in and we get in there. The whole, the, everybody's on the gate. Everybody's on the gate. They've got one gate and the, the AMA guy's like down to the end. So, so we just lucky. roll down to the end. He throws his goggles on, sight lap, and we're just, we're in the shit. It's great. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> we're in. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh, yeah, that he, made me laugh Dan, so hard. I mean, Dan could might as well just narrate the whole YouTube video. He should just be the narrator. We wow. just bonsai yeah, That is so epic. I forgot that we hit the stair. I know I did it in the middle of the day because I think Hunter did it right in front of me, which is hilarious that Hunter did that. Because I'm talking, this was like 40 stairs. It was so many stairs. And it was steep. And with a mechanic on the back of your bike, it's actually kind of hard to like not get out of control going down these stairs. So I did it during the day. And then, yeah, going for the night show, like being that late, I was like, put your feet on, we're sending it. And we hit them fast too. So wow. I have a theory. Okay. I think you popped your tube on the stairs. That's my theory. Oh, that's a hilarious theory. But no, we figured out the problem, actually. What happened? There was no rim lock on the front or the rear. That would be a problem. Which is a 100% almost guarantee that you will pop the, the shred, the valve, the, the freaking valve stem right off of the tube because I accelerate too hard and I brake too hard at a high level that you have to run a rim lock. So the reason that happened is 
uh, Jamie did the tires at the dog pound and I took tires from Jet and Hunter. Dazzy gave me a front and a rear tire. Uh, Talon sent me the hubs and they didn't come with rim lock. So Jamie just assumed that maybe they were to be run without. And then I think we all thought that Dunlop was going to do the tires once we got to the race. So it was just sort of an oversight, but the, yeah, no rim lock, basically guaranteed you're going to get a flat tire. Yep. Yeah. And that's so, what happened. And that's what happened. I got a flat tire. And okay. Hilarious start, though. Oh, you remember what happened yeah, on the start? You passed, every, you passed half the freaking field. You came out dead last and then passed <laughs> half of them. It put me into 10th or 11th or 12th. At 12th at the worst. I remember pausing it and counting it. And... Yeah, I was very outside gate, and I had an idea that I could do that because they didn't put tough blocks around that corner for whatever reason. To You could literally, not that I cut, because I think I did it actually pretty fair, but or I did it completely fair, but you could have cut that turn easily, real easily. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to pretend to go for the start so I don't look like I'm just like not going for it, but you can't go for the start from that very outside gate. It aims at the tough block. The start, literally, if you were to go out of the gate and go straight, you would run into the tough block and you would crash. <laughs> so you cannot get the start from that very last gate. They don't even have that gate available in the heat races. It's only they open up two more gates for the main event. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. And the two gates that they open up, you're riding into tough blocks. So I take off and then I look to the left. Like if you play that footage back, I do this and look to my left side and not one person thought to check up and cut down. So there was nothing but space. <laughs> and I was like, holy cow. And basically I talked about it, did I not, on the podcast? Houston 2011, how I everybody drifted wide in the first turn. Mm -hmm. Same thing, main event, first main event in the season. Nobody thinks, hey, maybe I should hit the brakes a little early because maybe everybody's gonna go on the gas a little too long here. And sure enough, not one person had that thought. I cut under to just nothing but space. <laughs> and I I pop out and I'm in 10th, hit the bridge, stay to the left, actually clear as day in 10th, on off. Like to go on off right after that means you're in a good enough position to where like, you're looking good. Normally in the main event, you'd get a dead last, I'd get a dead last start and I'd roll the first four rhythms, the first triple, like you'd be rolling the whole first lap. You're 45 seconds behind by the time the first lap ends. So I go on and I go to step off and for whatever reason, Thrasher or whoever the star guy was in front of me decided to not jump off for no reason. I mean, I, I don't know what he was thinking. Didn't jump off and I was already committed and I jumped off and I just freaking had to, I not only cased the crap out of it, but I had to case it slammed on the brakes. So I was 90% sure I was gonna go over the bars and then I was 100% sure that if it didn't go over the bars, I was gonna get landed on. And miraculously, neither of the two happened. Moseman or whoever was behind me did a really good job of just dodging me, like a very good job. So I think it was Moseman. Um, so props to him for avoiding me. But immediately in my head, I said, nope. And, <laughs> and I, went, I let myself go back to dead last, which I will not do again this year. That is the absolute last time that will happen. But of all the nights to do it, I was kind of justified because I was just so freaking sick as a dog that I didn't have, I was out of energy. I mean, if there was a freaking loading bar, I was at 1%. Yeah, flat tire and was the best 
case scenario. Yeah, I could have I could have finished that main, and there was a couple guys surprisingly that looked pretty tired in front of me too. I could have probably got 16th to 18th, which would have been a huge, huge freaking win on the night. Uh, so even being as exhausted as I was, I was riding very smooth to the point where I could have just clicked some guys off and got 16th to 18th, which that's good to know. But yeah, I I, I don't know, eight minutes in. I feel it I feel the front tire in the sand. And at this point I'm 60% sure it's flat. But it's sand, so it's inconsistent. I thought okay, well who, maybe maybe it's fine. So then I go to scrub the triple. Really feels weird in the triple. It like rolls over the entire rim and I'm like okay, well now I'm 90% sure it's flat, but let's just make sure and we'll test it in this turn. The problem with the turn is there was three rollers going into it and you enter that turn going 45 miles an hour. It's the most high speed turn I've ever seen in a super cross track in my entire life. And that for some reason is the turn I decided to test my front tire to see if it was flat. And I land, could have rolled, very easily could have rolled, but I didn't. I tripled those three rollers and tucked the front faster and harder than I've ever tucked the front in my entire life. I was on the ground before I even knew that I had started to, to crash. I mean, it freaking flung me to the ground so hard I was in disbelief how quickly I got there. Like, the, I mean, the whole thing happened so fast. Like, I took it from what I remember, and I don't even have a mark. I don't know how. I'm pretty sure I took it straight to my shoulder, which to be quite honest, I thankfully actually have quite a not quite a bit i have a pretty decent amount of uh muscle in my upper body that certainly would have separated or probably uh broke some people's collarbone that was a hard hit and then as soon as i hit the ground the bike flipped and like rolled somehow Mm -hmm. and got onto my back and so i was laying there like on my stomach on my side like in this position and now the bike's on top of me with the wheel spinning on my back. And I like did the worm is the best way I can describe it is I did like a, like a motion to basically go get my hips off the ground. It was like as if somebody, and I don't even know how to fight, so I don't know if this is accurate, but I think that the key is like, you don't want your hips to get pinned down. So like I rotated up and I like flung my butt into the air and it literally launched the bike off of my back. Like that was how I got the bike off of me. I did a really good job doing that. And because uh, I didn't want to get burnt or have the freaking tire rip up my back. So the tire ripped up my back a little bit, ripped open my jersey, but, and then did the check, still got up after that and still checked my front tire. And I'm like, yep, thought so. And what's funny, that was the night. What's funny in the GoPro footage, you see the fall and then the bike is still laying there and then you see you walk up, check the front tire, and then pick the bike up. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yep, didn't remember that. Yep, good times. Yeah. Bike was fine for the most part. Had, uh, I bent my, the things that come up through the bars. The bar mounts. Bar mounts. Bent one looked like this, I think. Bent it. Nice. Uh, other than that, I think the bike was totally fine. I don't think I crushed the radiator on that side, surprisingly. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe bent the clutch lever, but I think I did two clutch levers on the day. Now, I'll tell you what. 
I was bummed for you to not finish the race because all I said, this is all I said the last time you made a main. Maybe it's my fault. Do you remember just what finish? I told you? Just And I just, haven't finished the last two. You haven't finished. Oh my yeah, God. You've never finished a main event that I've seen. Um, <laughs> it's, you're two for two for not making it to the checkered flag. But, um, and crashing in corners both times, mind you, right? The last time you, what happened last time? No, the St. No, Louis one, it was a whoops. triple crown, and it yeah. was the third moto, and everybody told me to go for it on the first lap, so I went for it on the first lap and freaking ran into somebody. Yeah, so it's our fault. And Jet yeah. crashed right in front of you, so I was filming him yeah. and didn't get the shot. Anywho, oh, um, yeah. two for two for not getting the shot, too. So, Yeah, you know, what we're, the? We're in it together. Was Cross filming? Cross didn't get it either? No, it, I was sitting oh, right unbelievable. behind the berm. Where, like, and where was he? Other side of the stadium. So I was like right there, but, but I couldn't I wonder see how you. Come the wall was the wall of the berm was covering you. But whatever. I wonder what. Uh, so was he not filming the whole main event? Clearly, he wasn't. Did he get the shot? I don't think he got the shot. I don't see how he wouldn't have if I you were know. in the only I'm not blind there. spot. I'm not there in you the should... edit yet. I'm like oh about so to there's go. Still in hope. The, I'm I'm about to go into qualifier too. I'm like oh, halfway so through the edit. So there's still hope. There's hope, but. Here, Great. that was. I'd love to see it. First reason I was bummed was that. Second reason I was bummed is because I didn't get to watch Hayden in that main event. Oh. Right. My bad. <laughs> yeah, you're bad, honestly. <laughs> At least yeah. you got to watch the 450s. But. Uh, probably would have been fun to watch his whole main event, too, because he, I think, rode extremely well. Dude, he. So there was actually a statistic that Not came surprised. out. Not surprised. He had the most consistent lap times out of anyone. Really? The gap between his fastest lap of the main and his slowest lap of the main was 2.6 seconds. Wow. Every single lap was virtually the same, which is insane. That's very, very, very good. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not surprised by that. They wouldn't have said he was ready to race if he wasn't a calculated rider although i will say the speed he was hitting some of those corners in t time qualifying i have never in my life oh the only time i can relate that to is when i was in germany racing supercross in germany that the speed that you could hit and rail some of those corners was like nothing i've ever seen but it was because the, there was so much traction in that dirt it was like glue was holding your tires to the dirt it was insane but this left-hander was like that and watching Deegan hit it holy cow he's got some good eye speed because like I don't know how he was able to look as quickly ahead as he needed to with how fast he was hitting that turn if you watch it back watch how much his head actually turns and looks as he goes through the turn I just said turn 500 times, but he looks so far to the left. It's crazy. Is this the one that his dad got with his dad's yeah. reaction, which is epic, by the way. This was the most ridiculous. Sorry, this is as big as I can make it for you. But, uh, but what I'd be curious about is, i really curious, to time Hunter, to time some of these other guys and watch the footage of what they looked like versus the time, but maybe stop the stopwatch or start the stopwatch on the landing of that little three roller thing and then stop the time when you take off on the triple out of the turn and see was that faster or did it just look insane did he just get too much lean angle and just did it just look crazy 
it uh, that I'm not sure of and I'd be really really curious I'm sure somebody could do that pretty darn easily I'd be curious to know like if it was as fast as it looked because it looked insane all right I'm ready for you Gosh. <laughs> How epic is is Brian's reaction though? Oh like, my god. Play it play it one more time. <laughs> Dude, that's cool. I mean that just Shoot. shows you like they're just they're having fun. I mean that for him he had, couldn't be too stressed out to be laughing like that at, the, at a video clip that's that's cool but that's incredible i mean what the where that, that is an from? insane corner even was, just to triple those three rollers before and make that corner was you had to commit to going fast no matter what if you were tripling those but to hit to hit it at that speed holy crap and the only thing that allows you to do that is looking far enough ahead and when you're going that fast, you have to look, it's like a fighter pilot. You have to look like above your, your head and like over that way. Like that's how much you're leaning at that point. So you have to look like that. That's crazy. Wild, but perfect day for him. Perfect day. Fourth place. Oh yeah. Jesus. To keep charging and to come from the back like that. Now I will say, because we, Chance was in need of a little pep talk today and he, got arm pump in the main event so but chance started in second or right. third and he tightened up so completely different scenario than where if he had started eighth to tenth which i think is where, De where deegan was we, you probably would have seen a better effect from chance's behalf now i don't know how deegan would have done in that situation had he been tossed up front be curious but I do know that Chance struggles with arm pump a little bit. Not too bad because he rides so frequently, but enough to where he dropped positions in that main event, not because he was tired. He was not tired. He, he had arm pump. Mm. So I find that interesting. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you don't hear of people complaining about it that bad uh, other than like, holy cow, I, I get it horrible. So yeah. I can relate. Like, I, right. if you were podium speed, I could see how you could end up being the slowest guy on the track because your arm pump gets so bad. Yeah. But I'll tell yeah. you what. Deegan, Hymas, Talon Hawkins all had pretty darn perfect days, you know, for... Did the Hawkins kid make the main too? Oh, yeah. He did? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he did well. Um, wow. Yeah, great day for, for all of them, you know. Mm -hmm. And the Tom... Vial? Is that? I, I said his name wrong the last podcast. Yeah, overall, super, super consistent, good performances from all of the rookie guys that I can think of. Yeah. Oh, like an unheard of amount of consistency from all, from all of the guys, which is a good sign in the sense that the, especially since they're so young. I mean, mm -hmm. Deegan, how old is Deegan? Is he 16? 16, maybe. Very good for all of those guys. Oh, and anyways, what it, what it shows you, I think, is that the the amount of attention that goes into people's programs nowadays from a young age and having it be really calculated which is necessary oh now i'm just talking to myself cameraman cam has completely left 
he's left the frame he's left the studio uh, but I'm gonna keep talking might as well use this time to do some quick shout outs shout out driver Jamie for really going into mechanic mode today got the race bike cleaned up really well as far as I could tell did the air filter oil replaced the bar mount thingies and completely prepped the race bike which is a big task so thank you driver Jamie you are the best he is literally sitting on my couch uh, probably inside the Moto Academy as we speak he's probably find, somehow found a live stream feature where he's listening to this at, in real time as I'm talking so shout, shout out driver Jamie um, you deserve a shout out at the beginning of every single podcast you're the best employee somebody could have um, oh we got we got Nick Higgins shout out Nick Higgins what are you doing I'm oh, just giving random shout outs didn't realize you were back shout out <laughs> who, who's your daddy and uh, who are some Albert's hair donor I mean Gio and Evan we got old Ked Rock we got needs more practice shout out mind moto smitty 76 i mean fire at will come on come on what's the guy's name what's one of our favorite names guy with the long hair that we love papa premix papa i mean holy cow the moto academy is so cool premix papa's recent question submissions Uh, oh all right they are are unbelievably funny oh i'm excited yeah. Uh, okay, Supercross, anything else? This podcast, I feel like, is the longest podcast ever. Uh, we're at like an hour f- 10 okay. so far. Uh, I mean, I Better had my I top thought. five, bottom five, mm-hmm. but we've talked about Supercross for an hour and 10 minutes. I mean, we could breeze through them and see if you think anything's interesting. Uh, sure, I mean... Hit me with Let's it, because if anything, I'll have insight from having ridden the track. Okay, bottom five. Uh, bottom very five. scary crash from Dylan Ferrandez. Mm. Yeah, didn't see the crash. I think they did just have a replay of it somewhere, but I, I haven't seen it yet. Knocked out forever. For, it was terrifying, actually. I've never seen anything Not- like that. We're just like, like lifeless, no movement for so long. Yeah, for, for what felt like forever. Uh, Shelby and the people at Vermont class said that when I got knocked out there that one time that I was knocked out for eight minutes but that sounds like an exaggeration eight, eight minutes, minutes is you, forever that would be a very long time yeah Ferrandis was out for a long time though probably all of five right I heard a minute and a half that was a there's no way that was a minute and a half that he didn't move his feet it felt like forever well, I think that's... I don't know when he moved his feet, but I I don't know. I remember watching his feet. Uh, for some reason... Yeah, I guess it's just kind of like you just always hope, like, okay, if you're really down for that long and not moving, period, you hope that when they get back up, the, you just want to see them move their feet. And he didn't for... It felt like forever. It was scary. It was just way too much time of, like, so many things to go through your mind. Yeah, and when you've been to enough of the races you know how those guys react the alpine star medical crew and like what an urgent wave looks like 
it just seemed like when he got over to him and he did this and then was saying shut down the race as quickly as he did and as aggressively as he did i was just like oh it, it just scared me yeah not good yeah but thankfully Hailing. he's okay the first person i thought of was nastasia because i was like i can't even imagine putting Allie through that if she were there in person and she saw me just laying there lifeless for that long oh my god it feels so bad yeah that was really scary that was yeah. really scary yeah. you keep going but but he's fine i think right yeah Other concussion than being knocked so out for he'll miss i don't know how much time on a concussion um yeah I'll, bigger I'll, bummer or not bigger bummer i'm not gonna put him on a scale but also bummer is malcolm stewart's having knee surgery mm. yeah so that yep stinks that is a huge 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 bummer because he was riding freaking awesome yeah so yeah, well that sucks two more bottom that fives sucks. your boy marshall did not make the main so that's okay and i hope that he didn't hurt himself more because i heard that he crashed gently or didn't even crash and was like looking like he was in pain oh. was he that, hurt? well he he got his acl done with some new surgery it's like a synthetic cadaver is that what he said i don't know it's something but he started riding at three months after surgery that's insane yeah acl surgery I don't care what type of surgery you're getting, although I have no idea what I'm freaking talking about. All I know is that mine, I got the patella done, or they did my patella tendon to replace the ACL. The fact that I got on the bike at six months was a miracle. Like, six months was a push. Hmm. And I did PT every day. I did exactly what you should have. In six months, I was riding, but I was riding gently. And I don't think I raced until maybe nine. So for him to be riding right now is, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, the knee crazy. is not something you want to mess with. So yeah, hopefully he's being smart about it. But yep, old Marshall gets smoked by the cat. Sorry, man. Sorry. Yeah. And then the only other bottom five that I had, I only had three, um, was uh, Craig had a bummer day because he's started dead last after a restart and all this stuff. and. But he came back to 11th, which actually isn't a huge bummer. That's a pretty good salvage, you know? No, no. I, I watched him quite a bit in that main, and he looked really good. Yeah. I, so, yeah. bummer because P11, really but also he came back and did great. So, that's good. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put that bottom five necessarily. I think he actually he rode well. Yeah, Top fives really are good. where things get interesting. Justin Cooper. Sorry. Sorry to spoil it. Was he on there, I hope? He mm -hmm. wasn't? No, I was going bef between Cooper and Plessinger, and I put Plessinger on my list. Okay. Justin Cooper. He yeah, got seventh. Great. Seventh. Yeah. Killed it. Killed it. And, like, passed good guys at the end of the race. I'm pretty sure he passed Roxon for one of those spots. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, really, really well done uh, by Justin Cooper. Like, really well done. So yours was Plessinger. Plessinger looked great, too. What place did he get? Fourth. Oh, he did get fourth. Okay. Yeah, he got fourth. Because I know he was... Yeah. Yeah, Plessinger looked really good. Looked racy. When somebody passed him, I can't remember if he passed this person back or definitely like fought for it really hard. I, it was Tomac or Sexton. It was one of them. Uh, or Webb. He was giving everybody a hard time in yeah. a good way. Like, he was battling he Tomac looked, for a while. And then before the restart, you know. Looked really good. You can tell when somebody's kind of like racing the track. And he was pushing hard. Yeah. Yep. I also, yep. again, 
Still gonna just put people on blast here. We do all this work with all these factory guys. Aaron Plessinger is the still the only factory rider who follows me on Instagram. <laughs> Does Jet or Hunter not? Nope. <laughs> just, oh, just, really? just, Aaron, just Aaron Plessinger. Oh. Isn't oh, that yeah. a riot? Yeah, he's the That's man. crazy that they don't. I know. Oh my Unbelievable. God. That's so funny. Unbelievable. Anywho. Uh, Unreal. We talked about Deegan already. Hunter, perfect night. Awesome. I, I want yeah. him to win this championship so bad. Um, well, he's he's going to 100%. And him and Jet both are. How cool is that? that I mean, that's... Historic, to say the that's, least. That's... Right? That's never happened. I want him... I, I want a storybook Whoa. year, dude. I want them to I win the championships. Even. I want Hunter to win the 250 Outdoor Championship. I want Jet maybe to even win the 450 Outdoor Championship. It's, uh, I it's see, all going to happen, dude. I want to see 1-1 one, one at East-West Shootouts. I want to see it all. Uh, that's what I want. You know, like... Wow. It would just be epic. Yeah, I'm I tired of going, Hunter being in the shadow. I, I don't. I really don't see it going any other way. I think that they're both way too good right now. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good, and you can just tell they got more in the tank. Both of them. Both of them. You know, it's like in past years, it almost looked like they were the same speed, but Jet could do more if he needed to, and Hunter was yeah. at his limit. This year, he's not at his limit. You know, neither of them are. Um, which no, is epic. Uh, wow. Actually, yeah, I didn't think about that. Hunter won that race real easily. By eight seconds. <laughs> really easily. Uh, a, a conservative eight seconds to where it probably could have been 20 if he wanted it to have been. Yeah. Uh, that's... Yep. And they're on that trajectory to where I don't... I'm around them every day. I see their energy. I see how they work. They're going to be the most successful people ever. Awesome. They're too. They're too. They're too smart about the way that they they approach it. To not be. They're extremely open-minded. They're good people. Uh, they work. They're the they're the last ones up there on the track every single day. I put in a hard day, a full day. I don't cop out by any means. I do all of it when I'm there, like wh when I can. Like today, the bike got put together late, so I missed the first couple. But I. I get out there and I stay out there but Jet and Hunter are out there last <laughs> mm. every time I mean whether it's like play riding or Jet's doing something stupid like nose wheelies or whatever the heck he's doing <laughs> or if they're doing like starts like they were today when I pulled out of there dude um, have I told you Tate was texting me like have I, have I told you this oh no but Tate was texting me all last night because they got their new house so oh. Tate's got a new room and Tate is pumped. So okay, he was room. texting me last night too. So he was I was like Did at he a Bible a study. Of his room? I was literally at my Bible study and Tate Lawrence is like blowing up my phone with voice messages. <laughs> and then um all day at uh Anaheim two with Jet, Tate was just blowing it up. I'm like, Oh my gosh. It's a riot, dude. No way. I love Tate. I it's know, he's just the best. a great it's a great family that they're doing it exactly to a T the way that you should. They've created two extremely talented riders and racers and just like motocross people that just know and study every aspect of it. Like they're just, they do it all right. It's, it's, they really do. Incredible. And you know who else also does is Chance Hymas. Yeah, really? 
I mean, as long as Chance doesn't have some underlying mental block that, like, you know, there is potential of it being there if he's struggling with arm pump and arm pump is that much of an issue, that means that there's maybe something mentally going on to aid in that. Uh, but he's doing all the right things also and is awesome. I think I've said that already on a podcast, but chances, chances awesome. I love training there. I'm going to be bummed when I have to leave April 1st mm. and not be riding there every day. But I, I didn't think that this was going to be the case. I want to go back before Supercross. I've decided this already, I think. I, I want to be back there for Supercross uh, next year. Mm-hmm. It's, just too, it's just too fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's cool. Yep. I'm excited for the uh, year. You know what else I'm yeah, excited for? For Hunter, because Hunter's definitely listening to this, obviously, uh, and the whole Lawrence yeah, family. Sure. Thank you guys. <laughs> I'm sure this is what they do in their free time. Yeah, listen. Thank to you guys <laughs> for allowing me to be part of it and to train there. I'm really enjoying it, like a lot. Same. Dude, yeah. I'm following Jet around West Coast. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What the heck? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And he's they're cool about it. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Pretty All right. cool. Would you like to go to my next 250 rider? To be in the top five? Yeah. Guess. Chris Blows. It's, no. <laughs> it's so obvious, dude. Max Anstey. Max Anstey. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck happened? <laughs> like, yeah. Not. I wasn't surprised. Wasn't surprised. I because. I know, I think he's underrated as a rider in a big way. I know how fast Max Anstey is, and any top guy does, because he's had races in the past, whether it be in Europe or here, or even when we were on 60s and 80s and little bikes, racing amateurs, and he would come over here, and like, there'd always be drama around it in a huge way. I feel like he either had cheater bikes, or somebody accused him of having cheater bikes, like, there was, it was always something. But same thing with Roxon. People would, uh, there was like an argument or a protest going on that Roxon was lying about his age what? when he first came over here from Germany when we were like 13 or 12. Uh, so I know, and I also, Anstey, we rode with him one day right before the season started, like the week of, and he was very fast. He was a little bit, I think he was a little bit slower than Hymas but Chance also rides at our track every day, so we knew mm-hmm. that Ansi was going fast. Railing corners with his feet on, by the way. Yes, that was fun to watch. But dude, P2. Yeah. Dude got second place. But qualified first. Yes. Got sec- second in his heat or won the heat? I don't know about the heat. Second behind Jordan Smith, does that sound right? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it must have I been, because Hunter won his. Great yes. heat race, and great main event super freaking solid really yeah. solid i like max a lot he's really nice he should start a podcast because he lo- he that dude that's one guy that he loves to talk dude okay <laughs> have you okay I don't in know. a funny way he's i don't know if i want to listen to yeah i'm not even gonna say that okay so um the uh yeah last but not least chasing eli man gosh just smoked everybody you know i mean like chase the entire day up until halfway into that main event 
but Eli, for him to do what he did and to like rise the the occasion and still win on a night when Sexton was like just obliterating everybody, mm-hmm. that's insane. But dude, it's just like I'm. It just makes me so happy because I was so afraid at the end of outdoors that the fun was over of them just being a minute and a half ahead of everyone and it's not last night it was just like they smoked everyone and it was just fun to watch i just i love and i i think i love that dynamic so much because they don't i mean they play nice Mm -hmm. you know they're going so fast while yeah two guys that are so head and shoulders above everybody else it seems uh, and consistently every like yeah not not consistently like that like that's like some RC Stewart type stuff you know wicked yeah and Eli cool. just passed the win marker at Houston so he passed Ricky in all time wins I think or main event wins or something like that in so, Supercross yeah yeah whoa so he's in fourth First, now I want to say so who He's in fourth, so who's ahead of him? Third? Well, there's McGrath. McGrath is first. James? James is second still? I don't know if he's second, but I know he's in there. And did Carmichael have more than Reed? I don't know. Must have. Who else is up at, up on the top of that list? Villapoto hmm. or Dungey? How many do they have? All-time 450 wins. McGrath had 72. That's like a fact that everybody knows, I feel like. And then McGrath everybody else, I think, is in the 40s, high 40s. Stewart. Wait, what? I want to say 46. Am I looking at the wrong statistic list? I must be. When, when, would, when did this come out? Oh, this was a year ago. Okay. Well, what is it? Well, it's definitely McGrath, then James. James has 50. Yeah, so Eli's in third now. Right? Eli, I don't know when this was last updated, but this says Tomac has 47, so he might have more than that now. Well, Carmichael yeah, he, has he's, four, he's at 48. That he is so got, many. That's a lot. And that's, yeah. only, that's only premier class wins. That does not count lights class. So to think that Tomac has won 40, wish I knew this number exactly. I think he just, if he just beat it, that's, that means he has 49. He either just beat it or he tied it. Either way. To do that 49 times is I can't even wrap my head around that. So he might pass James this year and become second. He will. Holy cow. Second all time behind freaking Jeremy, Jeremy McGrath, McGrath, who, by the way, nobody will ever beat that. But also, stat. like, remember how many what what's crazy to me is how many championships mcgrath had compared to eli eli's had two and mcgrath had how many no idea i want to say like six seven but se- 72 wins is a absurd that's just it's so it's so fun to watch i love I, we're watching history be made in both classes right now and it's just such a good time to be a supercross fan honestly that sounds so cheesy but i just yeah. love it yeah, yeah he, okay. McGrath had seven championships. Yeah, I knew that. Ricky had five. Seven championships. Man. Yeah. Wow. That's that a guy. lot. That's uh, crazy. That's a lot of championships. 
That is crazy. Well, we definitely don't have time to answer questions. Sure don't. We're saving that for the next podcast. But if you guys want to ask questions, make sure you send a video to Cameraman Cam in the direct message system inside of the Moto Academy app. So we only respond to Moto Academy people, obviously, because we're getting messages inside the Moto Academy. But send to the cam, send a video. Don't send a text. Unless you just want to say hi, then you could send a text. But if you want to be featured inside of the app, send a video to Cameraman Cam. Uh, thank you, everybody, that's been doing that so far. I think we have a bunch on deck. Yeah, a ton. But like 20. we can never have too many. 20? Great. So we can never have too many. Keep sending them in. Uh, and if you aren't inside of the Moto Academy app, go to club.themotoacademy.com and subscribe. It's freaking awesome. It's a motocross community where everybody hangs out and it's like just like-minded people that want to learn how to get better on dirt bikes. There's master classes in there. You can message me with your footage. There's so many features to this app. Like, it's actually kind of it's crazy that it's that I that it is mine and it's ours. Actually, it's it's getting to the point where it's that cool where i'm like holy crap i can't believe that this is ours there's so much in there it's hard yeah. to believe to be honest yeah so club.themotoacademy.com for the two people still watching one of which is already subscribed driver jamie um shout out to driver jamie and he's not sitting on the couch anymore or is he sleeping <laughs> uh all right well that was fun that was a long episode toodaloo i guess Right? What a what a great job to wrap that one up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was in the middle of a plug and then just two to loot it. Yeah. <laughs>